0: Have you ever considered what is available to create more magic in your world? If you allowed the mysticism to come through you, imagine the vastness of opportunity you could access. Get ready to listen, share, and experience the mystery of you. Now, here are the hosts of The Mystic Margarita Show, Marge Bowen and Margaret Miller.
1: Welcome, everyone. Today is a great show. We're going to have some interesting discussion about why it is we don't change. And I'd like to begin this, Margaret, by talking about uh, maybe listing some of the key things I could think of as to why I haven't changed and others haven't changed. Um, The first one, of course, is fear. Uh, because fear is always leading the way when we are resistant to change. And any, everyone can understand this because we've had so much change in our society uh, this past year. So uh, fear is number one. And the second one is because we have old survival programs actually running in our brain and in our body and in our energy. So these old survival programs can trigger the fear. Of course, and keep us keep us stuck and being able, and kind of shutting down our ability to even see how it is we need to change. Um, the third thing I know I'm running through these a lot, Margaret, but I know that you'll uh, come in when uh, with something brilliant. Uh, the third one is a heart disconnect. Okay, so if we are disconnected from our heart, we're operating from our mental body, and we our heart. Our heart and the emotions we feel are part of our guidance system. So that might be a challenge. The fourth one is having a limited vision of something different. All of us can relate to that because we're so used to being who we are. And everything about us is steeped in who we are and how we got to where we are. So to consider who we might be going forward in a way that we want to change can be quite challenging for us. And then number five, um, being unaware of our inner conflict. We all have inner conflicts, especially when it comes to changing within relationships. And if we aren't aware of those inner conflicts, then it makes it very difficult to know exactly how I need to change, how I want to change, and how I might ask for change from someone else. Um, And then... The sixth one and final reason is once again, fear, (laughs) because our ability to change or our ability to not change, definitely underneath all of what I've been talking about is our fears that are probably running. So that's how I'd like to begin today's discussion, Margaret. Do you have any thoughts on that? Okay. I can't hear you, Margaret.
2: So take a second to see if you okay. can. Oh, can great. Thanks. You know? Okay. Yeah. So the first thing that came through, uh, is that all of those things were fear were about fear, you know, and, and, and that fear is about, um, the unknown always right where, because, what will happen what might happen when we change what if we change something in our relationship if we change something in our um, persona or personality how are people going to respond to us what is you know uh uh, what's going to happen and and i you know i always come back to this idea of well really we are changing no matter how much we you know resist it or or fear it or anything like that, things are changing. You know, our body is changing. Our cells are uh, dying and and new cells are being reborn all the time. You know, change is the only constant, right? We've you know heard that before. And so it's more, it's more even about, what happens when we resist that change or we don't, or we're too afraid to move forward with our own uh, vision of, of how things should be. So so yeah, I think I think all of it is is fear.
1: <laughs> fear I, think, of I think one of the most common things I hear from uh, people that I work with is I don't like change. <clears throat> so to speak to what you're talking about, that is a belief system then isn't it because we are always changing so again you know looking at well why do you believe that and where did that belief come from sometimes we acquire our old ways of thinking our beliefs from family members from growing up in certain family members and we hear that all the time oh i don't i don't like change oh changes blah blah, blah you know so we we acquire beliefs um and other times it's as you were saying, the fear that's underneath that that hasn't been addressed. Because if we are always changing, the universe is always changing, our body's always changing, as you said, Margaret. So let's let's reframe the belief to help us. Okay, okay so let's talk about what happens when we don't change. And I often talk about. The two by four method, because I think most people can relate to getting hit on the side of the head by life, whether it's a relationship or a loss of a job or a divorce or, uh, you know, whatever it is, Um, and And that's a wake up call, we can view that as a wake up call, even an illness. And so if we aren't paying attention, and we aren't opening up to adapting to the changes that are already existing around us, then that two by four method can actually hit us right upside the head. (laughs) That's the most obvious.
2: (laughs) Right. Right. You know, and I, I, I think I relate to that in, um, astrology as, um, the planet Uranus. Uranus is the planet of great change and sudden and unexpected change. And really, um, it's about us coming into this awareness of our higher mind, our higher self. But if we're not doing that on our own it'll show up in our life in that way of that sudden and unexpected change and i was fortunate i think i told you you know in a previous um call about my mentor loretta saying things about astrology that really helped me in my own process of transformation and one and one of the things she said was that Uranus always, you know, causes these sudden or can cause these sudden and unexpected changes, but it always picks you up and puts you in a better place than it found you. Mm -hmm. And so, so it was for me, it's been kind of like this, this background um, voice in my head that allows me to go, okay, I can feel things changing and I'm going to just, relax into it so that it can pick me up and put me in a better place than it found me. (laughs) Well, and that is the key, isn't it? To relax into it.
1: Do you want to talk about that for a minute? How does one relax into
2: that kind of change when it's so unexpected? Right. Well, I I think it's, you know, it does have to do with the mindset that that you were talking about and, and a belief system. And how do we change a belief system? Well, one we, one increment at a time, you know, if if we're if we're focused on our own uh, transformation and our own evolution, right? which a lot of people, uh, I think more and more people are are really focused on that in their own lives. How to become a better version of themselves. I think that, you know, I, I see a lot of people uh, really starting to do that. And so so when we do that, when we're doing that, we have to, this is my personal opinion, we have to start to believe in ourselves and we st- have to start to believe that the universe has our backs and that that if we are focused in the direction of our deepest heart desire, Right, that we will know what to do, and that the changes will come in an a, organic fashion, uh, and that the synchronicities will happen in a way that unfolds our our future self or our future life beautifully. This is one
1: of the reasons I absolutely love, <clears throat> excuse me, knowing about the energy in our bodies and outside of our bodies in the universe, because those, that information has been so supportive in understanding the process that we at times go through. For example, um, from the Chinese five element model, the wood element um, is that energy is made up of liver gallbladder energy. And the wood element is all about transformation and within liver gallbladder energy we find that we tend to have feelings of resentment or bitterness and sometimes anger and of course underneath all of that and even prior to the wood element is water element where where the fear and anxiety and control and no control is so so as the energy moves through the water element and into the transforming which is what the liver does that's its function in the body right is transform, transforming blood and things like that so and uh so we move into the wood element where you have liver gallbladder energy and then we need to do our work there and open it up and get things moving so that it can go on to the fire element now the fire element is where the heart channel is mm-hmm. and so it is all about um, you know, our, our heart's desire, exactly what you were just saying, you know, connecting on a different level and having that faith and trust and the passion and the love and the, uh, you know, the belief and the, um, everything wonderful about our lives
2: and the possibilities that we hold in our life. Right. And when we're not doing that, then, you know, what happens when we don't change, you know, some of the words that, that that came up for me were stagnation calcification repression depression you know like the self fulfilling prophecy when we when we get into a rut where we can't seem to make something change right there where where we start to believe that everything will always be this way because we can't change it and uh, you know what pops into my head is a a narrative that that I experienced in my own head (laughs) as I was I was a smoker I smoked cigarettes for many years and and I knew I knew that I needed to change that being a healer and a teacher and you know you know someone who was who was so concerned with the well-being of of people and my, you know, my body and, and, and so forth. And, and that, you know, that it was ridiculous. It was a ridiculous habit, but the narrative was such that I would, I would attempt, you know, make the attempts, you know, making the attempt to break an addiction. And, um, and then I would I would fall back. I can't, you know, it's too strong. The addiction's too strong. I can't do that. And, and so pretty soon I'm undermining myself and really losing my self-esteem and my self-confidence and, and so forth. And, um, and basically losing my self-integrity, right? That's what happens you when we don't change. That's right. When we come back from break,
1: I know we're getting close to it, I'd really like to talk about this idea that, uh, because you touched on it so beautifully, about change and, and seeing change beyond just the mental change that we need to make or the emotional change that we need to make. Um, and as you said, bring the body into change. So now we're starting to look holistically at ways to address that stagnation and stuckness, if, we, if you will.
2: Yeah. Okay. Well, let's go on our break now. You're listening to Mystic Margaritas with Marge Bowen and, and Margaret Miller on Inspired Choices Network. And we'll be right back.
0: Have you ever wondered what mysticism truly is? Dancing with a mystic within you creates great opportunities that lead to magical changes This magic is how our energy fields and intuition support us in relationships, work, finances, and, well, just having fun. Mystic Margaritas is created from both of our names being Margaret, which means pearl. Our combined experience and knowledge have created pearls we would love to share with you as you navigate your life. Margaritas in this context represents the sweet and salty of life. Listen for The Mystic Margarita Show every Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 12 p.m. Central, 11 a.m. Mountain, and 10 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com.
1: Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? email, become a host at inspirechoicesnetwork.com.
0: This is the Mystic Margarita Show with Marge Bowen and Margaret Miller. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at InspireChoicesNetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to mysticmargaritas at gmail.com. Now back to the program
1: listening to Mystic Margaritas. I'm Marge Bowen. I'm here with Margaret Miller. And we're talking about why don't we change? And Margaret, before we went on break, you had a great comment about um, smoking and how you felt as a healer, that it didn't hold with your integrity of self and your value system and all of that as a healer. And so, you know, but it's very difficult, as we know, to uh, break free of addiction. Um, And you really had to do some digging. You had to dig deep, right? And it was a process for you. And that's what I wanted to talk about because, you know, if we've got stagnation in the, in the body through the energy fields, through the meridian system, like I, I, I mentioned liver gallbladder energy. Well, liver gallbladder meridians tie in with heart chakra, right? And heart chakra is all about um, self-acceptance and comp- self-compassion, of course, and compassion for others. And so it's about love, to love and be loved. And, um, and so if we want to change, and that's the, first, that's the first step, right, is be open to change and choose to change. But then since you and I both have worked with people in the way that we have, we know that if I have identified thoughts that I want to change, I really cannot ignore my body either. If I if I have a sluggish liver, or you know my my body isn't functioning to the best of its ability, that is going to be some resistance and some um, stagnation in supporting us to even change in a mental emotional way. And same thing with the energetics; it all works together. And so it's an important point to realize that if I want to change this. I am going to begin to look at what can I change to support my body function? What can I change to support my thinking and that will help with the emotional change? And then also spiritually to look at that, because that ties in with our energetic self.
2: Yeah, you, you know, I was thinking about that. And, and I thought about, well, how how did I how did I? Make that change, and uh, how did I finally make that change and make it stick? And you know, there's a simple explanation. Um, and I uh, this is something that I I read in um, I think it was uh, one of Michael Singer's books. He talked uh, The Untethered Soul or one of his books, but where he talks about he talks about smoking, and he says, well, really, basically, when you quit smoking, it's when you don't pick up another cigarette. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and so, and, and it really struck me, you know, but there were some changes that I made uh, that I did make that were these physical changes. It's like, okay, i'm going to start exercising more so that so that it becomes more obvious that the, you know the detriment of this you know the the lack of uh, lung capacity and so forth that that happens and the you know and the coughing and things like that that happen when you have smoked you know for a period of time and so i i started exercising but it didn't stop me it it didn't stop me and then finally i did i just said you know what you commit to this don't pick don't touch another one and see what happens and lo and behold you know i had to keep i had to keep telling myself not to but i didn't
1: yeah it, and it is a process isn't it we don't ju- right. i mean some maybe once in a while we can just say oh this is going to change but typically how changing goes is that we are raise, our awareness is raised, we might attempt to change in a certain way, and then we realize, oh, that only got us so far, or we step back into not change <laughs> and realize, oh, yeah, that doesn't quite work. That wasn't as didn't feel as good as I thought, right? That didn't quite work as well as I thought it would. And so then we move even forward into that process. And that's why, you know, in my opinion, um, one of the key things we need to be when we go want to change and we go through change is patient and gentle with self. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I, I kind of made a list of, well, how do I change then? And the first thing I had on my list is that we need to look at attachment, how we're attached to things. And this can be people, habits. Um, It can be anything. And sometimes our attachments become part of our identity. And that's when it becomes a little more challenging to change. So it's about unraveling the attachment that we have To so that it's not so tethered to our identity, so that we can bust open our thinking a little bit and Mm -hmm. are
2: visualizing something different. I like that. I, I like, and I like how you describe that as to, as to bust open and, you know, because it is, it's like this, sometimes it's like this, this breaking out of a, of a, of that pattern and, and you have to have a certain amount of energy to do that. And, and, and so, you know, I, I just kind of flashed on a lot of different, um, you know, success coaches and, and different people in different, um, modalities, uh, that that use our our energy like building up the physical energy building up the momentum inside the body like oh you know get more excited get more excited because once you do that then you have the momentum and the energy to break through something and that like kind of is is cracking me up because you're going to see, you're going to see the joke in this <laughs> because uh, so the I looked at the sabian symbol for today of course and the sabian symbol f- for the sun today is 7 degrees of aquarius and it's a child is seen being born out of an eggshell <laughs> and and it is really talking about that it's talking about you know how do we cause changes to occur and it's like dr- dramatic changes can occur when the momentum when the when there is uh, uh what do you call it a either uh, like a mutation or a, or a desire that is so strong that that's causes cool. us to break out that's and- right to break through. And so, isn't that beautiful that that that, is is Fabian symbol for today?
1: (laughs) Because that's what happens with the two by four method I was talking about. You know, if, if somebody gets fired at their job or all of a sudden they're diagnosed with an illness or they, you know, their, their spouse leaves them or something like that, that's the two by four. And that brings us to our knees. And, you know, I've seen for years now that what, it, that people are will change and change quickly when they're the most humbled, and mm-hmm. that's what you're talking about, you know. Because that's the death. That's the death, rebirth cycle, right? There's something has has died in our life, whether it's a part of ourselves or a relationship or a job or whatever it is. That has stopped. Something has stopped. Something has changed so drastically that it it can. Sometimes feel like a death, and then we go through this process—that's the trans- transformative process—before we are able to even see what the rebirth looks like. So I love the Sabian symbol; it's perfect for that.
2: Yeah, it is, and and so and and then you know, there's another piece to that that it can be the two by four method where where we have to change because otherwise you know, because it's intolerable if we don't, right? Even though we don't know what that change is going to um, provide for us, it's intolerable if we don't make that change. So we break out of that shell and we, and we, and we break through, but there's another way that we can do that. And, and the and this is sort of, you know, I mean, this is my preferred method, method, although uh, oftentimes it it is the two by four method that I end up using. (laughs) And I think for all of us, yeah. Right, you know, but, but so, so the other method is to hold a dream, to have to really be, um, be, in alignment with your highest dreams and visions to bring yourself to, you know, to to know what those are and to make the comparison. Is this what I'm choosing here? in alignment with my highest dreams and visions and, and that's you know that's the way that I broke through in the, the actually in this with the cigarettes is like this is not in alignment with who I am choosing to become and and if we can you know if we are our own advocate if we are our own cheerleader if we are able to build enough um, trust and faith in, in what it is that we uh, want to create in our lives, then we will have the energy to break through. And, and, you know, we're still going to be made aware of where That's we're right. stuck yes. <laughs> and where we're not changing. Right. Yeah. But, but we then we'll have this really beautiful organic energy that allows us to to make those changes
1: that's great margaret because i want to build on that i want to add to it it it, i found a quote that i want to read and it's from a book by dr joe joe dispensa called breaking the habit of being yourself and in it he says And and it's kind of like a little guided meditation, but it gives you an idea of what you're talking about in terms of what you say to yourself and in your head. It, It says your job is to move into a new state of being. It's time to change your mind and think in new ways. When you do, you will emotionally recondition your body to a new mind by signaling new genes in a new way. Let the thoughts become the experience and live that future reality now. Open your heart and give thanks instead of the actual experience so much so that you convince your body to believe that future, that future event is unfolding right now. And that's exactly what you're talking about. Have that, have that vision and stay aligned with that vision. So I think we're, when we're in the process of change, um, we pay attention to the subtleties, Right. The subtleties of self and where we go and how we maneuver that change and then connect that back up to the ultimate vision that we hold
2: for ourselves. Yeah, I, yeah, I would recommend, uh, any of Joe Dispenza's books to, to anyone who's listening, uh, yeah, they're wonderful. that really, really masterful at this very thing at, at and you know, how, uh, sorry, it also ties back to what you were talking about with the, the liver meridian and the, and the, the heart. Oh,
1: oh,
2: okay. Uh, Well, bringing it back into the, into the heart center, right? And, and when we, and, and so this is, you know, this is always what I'm going to be talking about, right? Is bringing our attention and our awareness back into our heart, because when we do, Okay, I, we just lost some sound there, Margaret. So recheck
1: that. Oh, there you go. Oh, can't hear you. so we're we're talking about sending the energy to to the heart and how important that is. And uh, it's time for a break. So I think we'll just go ahead and take our break now. You're listening to the mystic Margaritas, um uh, Marge Bowen, and Margaret Miller. We'll be back in just a minute.
0: Have you ever wondered what mysticism truly is? Dancing with the mystic within you creates great opportunities that lead to magical changes. This magic is how our energy fields and intuition support us in relationships, work, finances, and, well, just having fun. Mystic Margaritas is created from both of our names being Margaret, which means pearl. Our combined experience and knowledge have created pearls we would love to share with you as you navigate your life. Margaritas in this context represents the sweet and salty of life. Listen for The Mystic Margarita Show every Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 12 p.m. Central, 11 a.m. Mountain, and 10 a.m. Pacific on inspirechoicesnetwork.com. This is The Mystic Margarita Show with Marge Bowen and Margaret Miller. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at inspirechoicesnetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to mysticmargaritas at gmail.com. Now back to the program.
1: You're listening to Mystic Margaritas on Inspired Choices Network. I'm Marge Bowen, and I'm here with Margaret Miller, but Margaret's got some sound issues. So uh, let's see. Oh, mm-hmm. yay. Mm-hmm. Okay. We'll hear you loud and clear. Good. So, Margaret, before we went on break, you know, we were talking about you were you were talking about, uh, I want you to complete that. So you were going into this when the liver moves into the heart, and of course, we always want to bring this idea of change back to the heart. It's just so important to do that.
2: Well, right, because when we're when we are when our attention and our awareness is in our heart center, we're not being run around by all of the negative programming that, that, you know, that our um, thought processes have been doing for years and years and years, right? We are actually, in order to be in our heart center, we have to be here in the present moment. And when we're here in the present moment, all of, all of the past uh, um, programming is uh, irrelevant. It's not, it's not happening right here and right now. And, and so then we can, you know, really choose to, to feel into what is important to us. You know, and then this, this is, isn't that what uh, all of this transformation, all of the changes that we want to make in our lives are, you know, because we, we, feel, we think we're gonna feel better Uh, because of those those things
1: yes that's right and and you know I want to just put out there that you know part of the the shadow part of the heart chakra is grief and this again takes us to the death rebirth cycle that we often go through with a big change or any change really and so there is there can be an experience of grief and if we want to move away from the heart because we don't want to feel the grief that might be there then we might jump into the future or jump into the past or busy ourselves or or suppress 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 which we're very good at we have to do that to survive so um, but that blocks our ability to um, to move and so sometimes movement requires us to really open up to what the true emotional experience is of the heart, including grief that might be there. <clears throat> Excuse me.
2: Yeah, it, well, you know, in the that's, that's really true. And, and it is like the, the grief process has so many stages, right? We, uh, I can't remember all of them right now, but, but, you know, we're, when we're, when we're going through that, we are. Grief is is allowing uh, us to process the change, right? I mean, when because grief happens when there's a loss of something. That's right, right? A, a, someone mm-hmm. or something, and and so it's it really is um, looking at uh, what has to be accepted, what has to uh, change within our thought process, change within our our uh, emotional process, and what has to change what has already changed and what we have to ac- accept in that? that's right. and 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 in that
1: process, again, we're back to uh, realizing or looking at our attachments so our expectations of ourselves and others Hmm. um, as well as our you know our grief around maybe losing a dream for self for the way we thought things should go or be maybe grieving a part of self that you know i'm i had this expression that i wasn't very proud of and so that made me feel bad and embarrassed and all these other emotions. And so now the grief is, wow, I, I'm not perfect <laughs> or, you know, I don't know enough here. And that takes me to, to, to reminding people because, you know, it can be, change can be very challenging at times for people. And, and, you know, it, it's easy to get stuck in our, in our heads about it or uh, in our, in our life. And so when necessary, it is, great to seek people out and seeking people out it can be a professional right but whoever we seek out a trusted person we have that we seek out we are going to have our perceptions um, expanded just a bit because that person is going to see it maybe a little differently or give us feedback so we want to start to shift our perception of things which can be very challenging sometimes in the middle of change
2: who I like that though when when you because that is that's how change can happen really rapidly if that's our right. perception changes then everything changes everything changes why is that true? instantaneously if, if if our perception changes everything changes and and so so one of the things that you know, um, bringing our, our, um, our thought process to somebody else, a trusted friend or a, or a professional or however that works, you know, they, they uh, will help us to see uh, the places where we're arguing for our limitations. Right? That's right. And what that really shows too, is there's a heart and
1: mind opening. When you seek out someone to give you feedback and, and to help you shift your perception, you are open. Usually you are open in your heart and your mind because you've asked.
2: Right. It yeah. isn't that, I mean, it isn't that, you know, we, we hear this all, all of the time. It's like ask and you shall receive, right? That's, that's, that's right. biblical, but it's also, I mean, it's in, it's energetically. In every, energetically it's true and and so if we trust the the universe here we go again right that the universe has our backs then all that we have to do is ask for the, the help that's required for us to make the change. And, and when we, you know, and then it may be a person, it may be, uh, um, a, a billboard sign, right. You know, I mean, because here we are, you know, mystic margaritas, we, you know, there's, there's things that are very um, important in uh, that are messages to us, that are happening all day every day and if we are willing to ask what what do, what do i need to know now right what is what's next what do i need to understand now we're going to receive those messages from all kinds of um magical and mystical places
1: <laughs> oh yay because i have something else i want oh, to refer to i knew it <laughs> <laughs> out of dr joe dispense's book and they're end of the day questions. And I thought that would be helpful for listeners for everyone that's listening on this. And what he suggests is this, he says these questions are simply a way to review your display of the new self when the day is over. Number one, how did I do today? When did I fall from grace? And why? Who was it I reacted to? And where? when did i go unconscious how can i do better the next time that happens i loved seeing this because you know i th- i feel like because of our education and and that we've been you know we've been doing this for so long and we've done a lot of reading and we've learned right we've learned and we've lived um that we do this naturally and we don't even realize we're doing it you know so as as i read through those questions i thought that's perfect. That is a perfect way to check in with self. And that's really, we're back to how important it is to really embrace self-responsibility. Because without that, we won't open
2: up to what we need to in order to adapt to change. Right. And I think this is one of the biggest things that is happening in our world today, or that, that can happen as we, as we, as we grow and we move with these changes, is that we are we're being asked, and we are moving out of that victim consciousness. And you know, it's we we have to in order to progress. We can't be the victim of our circumstances, right? We have to be able to um, take that responsibility to be to and and. It, and to recognize the beauty in that and the yes the potency and the power in taking responsibility for our own choices in our own uh life process and you know as as i was thinking about that i thought about the gene keys of course because that's one of the the major uh gene keys in the um is victimization freedom freedom and but anyway the I also looked at the gene key for this week and it is uh, the shadow of fantasy, the, the gift of anticipation and the city of emanation. And I, I thought, gosh, how beautiful it is after what you were just talking about in those questions, it's like, we have um, what he talks about in this gene key is that, that that every impulse inside of us is um, communicated to the whole, just as every impulse within the whole is chemically mirrored within our own DNA. And once we've discovered that uh, knack of influencing our own DNA, we can literally, literally reprogram every cell in our bodies, right? And so this is another area that that both of us are are very excited about is that yes. we can change things from the inside out. That's right. And, and
1: epigenetics is showing that beautifully for all of us. And it's a very powerful thing. And it's a little, can sometimes be a bit overwhelming that we have so much power within us. And so I, another great indication, another, another subtlety in maneuvering through change is to pay attention to your energy and really observe when you lose power and then ask why, you know? How is it I lost power in that situation? Power being my energy. You can feel when your energy drops, you know? And so that's losing power. So how did I lose power? And how do I, where did I give my power up? So where did I um, give you know, where did I compromise or where did I slip in what's most important to me and my heart and my values and all of that. And it's in that excavation that we're able to figure out our way back to reclaiming our power.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where, where did we sell out? Where did we? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, That that's true. And And so And when we can, when we start to be, when we're looking at that, when we are uh, really asking those questions, I like the asking the questions at the end of the day, where did I, Mm -hmm. I I can't remember exactly what the questions were, but basically, where did we, where did, how did we do today? Yeah. How did Uh, I do? Mm
1: -hmm.
2: You know, where did I give my power away? Where did I slip up? Where did I, um, yeah you know fall off when did I
1: go unconscious that's a good one (laughs) right
2: (laughs) right yeah yeah
1: and how can I do better the next time that happens that's also great because that holds that I don't have to be perfect that it's okay to learn what I'm learning and I can I can learn better and when I learn better I do better
2: right and that uh, you know that ties into the idea that that our emotions or or are yeah that we're not perfect and that that you know it's just information
1: that's right
2: when we're asking those questions it's not about it's not about okay so um i'm going to use this the answers to this questions to go into a beat-up session uh, on myself because i did so poorly today or whatever it's just information so that i can uh, make the the small course correction that that'll allow me to do it differently tomorrow that's right you No, know? well and said. so um, that that's leading into a whole bunch of exciting things mm-hmm. uh, but let's take a, a break right now and talk more about this when we get back okay so we're listening to mystic margaritas with marge bowen and margaret miller on inspired choices network and we'll be right back
0: Have you ever wondered what mysticism truly is? Dancing with a mystic within you creates great opportunities that lead to magical changes. This magic is how our energy fields and intuition support us in relationships, work, finances, and, well, just having fun. Mystic Margaritas is created from both of our names being Margaret, which means pearl. Our combined experience and knowledge have created pearls we would love to share with you as you navigate your life. Margaritas, in this context, represents the sweet and salty of life. Listen for the Mystic Margarita Show every Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 12 p.m. Central, 11 a.m. Mountain, and 10 a.m. Pacific on InspireChoicesNetwork.com. This is the Mystic Margarita Show with Marge Bowen and Margaret Miller. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at InspireChoicesNetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to Margaritas at gmail.com. Now, back to the program.
1: You're listening to Mystic Margaritas. This is Marge Bowen. I'm here with Margaret Miller, and we're talking about why we don't change and how we can change. Um, so before we went on break, we were talking about this idea that Letting go of the judgment, letting go of the critical mind, is very important when it comes to learning what what we need in order to change. And, and I always think of the data in, data out, right? Just just, and even, and even sometimes this is helpful to if it's if it's difficult to just place yourself as the observer, almost like you're sitting above your shoulder, so you're just observing, and you're just kind of playing it like a movie. So it's data in data out. And you're a little removed from the judgment and criticism, right? So you can just observe it for what it is. And at the same time, then observe how it felt. uh, Because that's your indication about losing power or giving up power. Our energy really speaks to us and tells us so much. And if we just open up to listening, and to feeling, and uh, noticing the change in our energy as we maneuver throughout our day.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, that's that was a, a whole line of uh, conversation that that I felt like we could go down with, is is about stepping back and and becoming the witness, becoming the obser- observer when we are, um, you know, because really, if we are these constantly changing beings, then, then if we start to uh, work with that, if we start to work with that, that, then we can't really stay identified with our personality or with this you know, persona that we've built up. We have to be able to stand back and be that witness and watch what we're doing. And when we do that, that's such a powerful tool uh, it's something that you know. I teach when I'm uh, um, teaching Ray Key, uh, you know, the energy work uh, process. That's that's something that we talk about a lot: is becoming the witness and really standing back and and seeing what you're doing without judgment. And when you do, when you step back, you there isn't any judgment. It really is just that data in, data out that you're saying. And and I just think that's such a powerful tool and and it also um, relates to starting fresh each morning. Like if we recognize that everything has changed and we don't have to pick up the same attitude and the same thought process, it, you know, when we wake up in the morning, we can choose to be that new being and, and put in place some uh, new thoughts, you know, like have so- have something right in front of you. When you wake up in the morning, it's going to be the first thing that you see. And it's some new thought that you want to um, have rather than waking up in the morning and picking up every old Thought pattern and every old habit that we used to have. That was something that I was really excited about sharing is become new in the morning.
1: Yeah, it's great. And the new sunrise, the new you, the new thought patterns, the new, you know, approach to the day, the new energy, because we've rested our energy, hopefully through the night. And you know, when we do that, when we are able to Um, to not be in critical mind, right, to be very gentle and loving with ourselves and to stay in that newness, we literally, our energy literally does influence other energy around us. So if we are in the midst of a relationship, which so much upset that's where a lot of change can occur, whether it's change initiated by our partner or someone we know or or just change we're initiating, that can create a lot of drama, a lot of conflict, a lot of things. And so but moving yourself into that non-judgmental, non-critical place, connecting to heart and waking up anew holds the energy for them to do the same. Even if there was no discussion about it, your energy fields af- influence others around you. It's a powerful way to operate in the world.
2: Yes, it certainly is. And, and if, you know, if we are, are practicing that for ourselves <clears throat> and then we're looking at our, our partner or, or whoever it is that we're um, interacting with and we're holding them anew yes you know it, because it, it, then then we have this great potential for um for change to occur and it it's it's so powerful and we know everybody knows that our like our family of origin will tend to hold us Um, at a particular age, and it's not the age that we are now, like our siblings, or our parents will hold us, you know, at that at some crucial age, like when we were 17 years old, and we were really a jerk, (laughs) whatever, whatever it was. And, you know, but if we don't do that to each other, if we're able to, if we don't do that to ourselves, first off, and then, we don't do it to the other person, then we have this great for potential for change. And that kind of leads me, sorry, I just, uh, into, um, that's, that's kind of our topic for next week, um, is, is about, uh, transforming, uh, out of codependence and into independence interdependence and co-creation and so that's sort of the idea that's a you know a good starting place for that conversation as well yes it is and
1: there's a concept in physics called entrainment what that means basically is that if i'm vibrating at a certain frequency and you and and our fields connect you enter into my field that other person's field will automatically start to entrain to mine So in other words, their frequency, their, their vibration will automatically start to uh, change to mine. So that's, you know, yeah, that's, I think the codependency into co-creation and interdependency is a beautiful topic for next week. I look forward to that one.
2: Yeah. And, and also that entrainment, um, you know, it's a, it's a conversation that happens when we're talking about heart coherence, because that's what's happening when we Uh, come into our heart center and we start really connecting to um, joy and appreciation and these and the high frequency vibrations, then our, our heart center expands and expands, you know, the energy field around us expands and automatically other hearts around us start, um, start Start to pat repatterned to that right they become yes. coherent to that and beautiful. and so isn't that yep. one of the most beautiful. beautiful things and it's
1: how we're all connected i we hear yeah. that all the time how are we yeah. all connected well we are
2: all connected <laughs>
1: and that, right. that's one of the ways
2: <laughs> right and that's you know that's one of the the reasons that i hang out with the horses is because they have these uh they're always in heart coherence their hearts are always in heart coherence unless they're uh, in flight or fight <laughs> okay. so yeah they're always in training us <laughs> well thank you so much for listening everybody thanks everybody thanks margaret
0: Thank you for choosing to listen to the Mystic Margarita Show. Marge and Margaret will return next Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 12 p.m. Central, 11 a.m. Mountain, and 10 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. We hope you'll join us. Until then, drink up the magic in you.